the Free Wisdom Podcast, episode three. Um, once again, I have three guests on the show that I'm excited to introduce. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves. My name is Latif Wisdom, you know, founder of Wisdom Fashion House. My name is Elliot McKnight, uh, site coordinator at Be Social, founder of Researcher and Development. I'm Bets Dehart, one of the Lucid Twins, founders and operators of Lucid FC. I am Chet Yard at Lucid Footwear and Clothing. This show is a mainly about conversation, you know, in Atlanta. I feel like a lot of the time we, you know, go to events, we uh, support each other, we buy each other's clothing, et cetera, et cetera. But what happens is we don't really get to know each other. Um, and we just don't have that, you know, relationship. So that's that's what this is mainly about. It's kind of building that, um, getting to know people you don't really know that well. How were you guys' Christmas or, like, you know, your breaks? Or how's your day, you know, so far? Yeah. Yeah, you know, Christmas just ended, like you said, going into New Year's now. Um, Christmas was awesome. You know, got to spend a lot of time with family. Uh, our grandmother got to see her. She's Even though she's, she's like, sick right now, we still got to see her. That was nice. Um, she's not, like, permanently ill or anything. She just uh. has, a, like, a flu or something. But, she, you know, she still made the effort to come by. We still made the effort to see her. That was great. Um, seeing family in general, getting together. Um, we have an older brother. We get to see our older brother. His girlfriend mm-hmm. came along this year. Um... And then, you know, rolling into New Year's, which is which is something I think, you know, we're all going to speak about. How how was your Christmas? Um, So me, my Christmas was cool. Was, uh, I spent it with my girlfriend's family. So, you know, this is my second Christmas. I haven't celebrated Christmas since last year, and that was my first Christmas. So, wow. Um, I never Welcome really got to the to, club. <laughs> <laughs> I never really got to experience gifts and gift giving and all of that. Um you know, I was raised through Islam, so we did have, like, Eid and Ramadan. Yeah. Seeing people open gifts and, you know, making things for people that, you know, you want to make them was, was cool because I'm learning that more. I'm like, I right, mean, you know, that's fine. Let me give people something that I literally, you know, genuinely want to give them. Um, and then it's family time, like merging her family with my family. It's the first year my mom celebrated, and so my mom oh, wow. is. Wow. That's huge. Yeah, so my mom is Muslim, so, you know, that for her it was cool to, like, you know, bond all that together with no judgment. It was just love. So that was cool. What about you, Elliot? Man, I was chilling. Like I was supposed to go I'm from I'm from Tallahassee, Florida originally. Uh, I was supposed to go home but something like basically I just ran into like some some issues with right before I left, like with my car or whatever. Yeah. It was like a whole like ordeal. It wasn't you know, I was frustrated, like it happened on Christmas Eve. I was frustrated oh. on Christmas Eve. Yeah, it was crazy, bro. But yeah. long story short, you know, I looked at it like, you know, Obviously, it's not meant for me to go. Like you know, what I'm saying like when, when stuff like that, like in succession, there. like happens back to back to back. It's like boom, boom, boom. It's like, yeah. bro, what's going on? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. but I mean, it was cool though. Like uh, my my mom, like you just met my mom and my, my stepdad. Like yeah. they uh, they were coming this weekend anyway, so I wasn't like too bummed out about it. Like I got to, you know, just chill on Christmas, like which I needed. Like this year has been like super. So all of your family's in Florida. Uh, majority of it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a couple, like, uh, cousins that's older than me that stay, um, like, outside the perimeter. 
Um, Did you see any of them for Christmas? Nah, I kept it. I kept it dolo, man. Honestly, like um, I, I, I like my salute to you, my, man. Yeah, yeah my solitude. I'm not gonna yeah. lie, man. Like yeah. you know, it, it don't really. People were kind of like weirded out when I was selling them. It was like, oh man, you was you know, like, man, I was chilling, bro. Like I was cool. Like you know, just especially like for what we do, like we're always in somebody's face. Like, you know right. what I mean? So it's like. When you when you get that time to just like reflect and sit down with your thoughts, like that's that's crazy, bro. So what was y'all raised? Oh, okay. So we were born and raised in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, little bit of moving around within Atlanta, uh, growing up. We're homeschooled for high school. Um, mm-hmm. Cool. But we just our family, I is Dutch from the Netherlands, so like Amsterdam area, mm-hmm. Holland area. Um, so like our international would be. Um, the Netherlands, the, like the orange with the lion, yeah. um, kind of like cool. German, you know. Yeah. Uh, but no, we're American, and we have family. I don't even, I've never even been to Holland or any Netherlands, anything right. like that. Uh, we have family there, but I don't know them. But uh, we know our family who's in England, uh, and then we spent a lot of time in London. Right. Did y'all like that trans? Because y'all was um, in middle. Y'all went to public middle school and then high school. Yeah, we went to a whole bunch of schools, honestly. Public, private, charter. How was that mm, transition from doing like, you know, public charter, you know, actual uh, to homeschooling? I mean, I'm not gonna say it was, it was confusing, but you just don't know what's going on. You just by that point, if you go to like eight different schools, you just need to get in there and do your work. Yeah. Fuck a social life. That's what <laughs> I figured out. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, when we just started homeschool, well, we started our brand in, in middle school. This at FC at the end of middle cool. school, um, which is right when we were transitioning into homeschool. And I, that was a blessing, honestly. I mean, our brand probably wouldn't have succeeded. Yeah, we had a so young much age time to work on it. If we, yeah, right. we, didn't we were able to work with the school and um, have parts of the brand be uh, part of our classes, mm. which is very cool. Yeah, that's or the homeschool. Yeah, yeah, because that's like. Oh, mm-hmm. so y'all, so y'all like may like lucid a part of like your education, like curriculum. Yeah. That's fire. <laughs> you got a few more years <laughs> of that than I did because uh, yeah. I was still at the, uh, <coughs> the uh, <coughs> charter school for. Uh, about a year and a half in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like ninth there. grade. Yeah, ninth and a half of tenth maybe. So your parents homeschooled y'all. Uh, we went to like he wanted to stay at that school for whatever reason. I don't know why he wanted to stay. <laughs> I wanted to be homeschooled actually. I was like that would have been so dope for me. Man, what? I was already on that tip of what am I gonna do in school? Like, like what do I want? Um, so I started looking at what Tumblr. Started looking at. Uh, yeah, Tumblr did Mac all of Miller, us, I assume. Yeah, like <laughs> Mac Miller videos, Wiz Khalifa videos, like everything that had to do with Stussy. I, was, I love Stussy. I was looking at that a lot, looking at old 80s videos. Mm. Um, and I got into streetwear. I'm like, yo, this is... I, I was already dabbling with Photoshop at the time, so this was like, oh, I can transition. Because I was known as like this kid that would design a picture for you. So if you took a selfie, whatever, I'll edit it. And people nice. would just buy it from me. Um, so that was like middle school up into ninth grade, and then tenth grade, wisdom was born. Yeah, I'm like action. I want to get it done. I want to yeah. get some actual, you know, field work done, and I want to get a in- uh, mentor. I want to get the real deal, and that's what I did. And looking back, I don't regret anything. Cause like that's what you know. I think that like there's definitely like a certain level of confidence that like comes behind that. Like I I commend y'all because that's not like you know. Obviously, that's not an easy thing to do. You know, it was something that... Your parents will probably hate you. Yeah, you know, like, and that was a crazy <laughs> conversation in my mom. And yeah. I told I was like, you know, I had been ready to go for, like, you know... I just moved to Atlanta. That's a good choice. I almost, uh, yeah. I almost went to Morehouse 
Yeah. And like growing up in Tallahassee, Atlanta was like New York. It's not it's not many cities as like liberal or like, you know, uh forward thinking as in Atlanta. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So if you're gonna compare it, oh, yeah. then you probably would get to a point where like it's like, man, this is such a polar opposite, then you probably be like, Oh yeah, this place is racist. I I don't I don't know, like, um Yeah, I, I could see I just think I just think of it in terms of like it's just this is just a city where it's like cultures are so it's just so it's much more open minded than the average city. You know, we're born into race. Like, you know, White, black, yeah. um, uh, Spanish, whatever. I mean, the lines are right? getting blurred for sure, but yeah, no, but I totally know what you mean. Think about this. It's yeah. a race. They in a race, there's no equality. As in, two people can't win the race simultaneously. A tie is not. When you go to a race with horses, like there's those horses that people bet on, right? I don't know what those yeah. are called. Yeah, just horses. No one's yeah. ever saying. It's a derby. I want all the yeah, all the, name of the race time. Yeah, no one's ever saying I want all the races to win, all the horses to win at one time. It wouldn't make sense. It would, it would kind of deplete the the fact of the race. So I think of it like that. Like when you use terminology and say this is a race, that's a race. It becomes a race. It Absolutely, becomes yeah. teamwork. It's like okay, mm-hmm. we're on white team, we're on black team, and we stick together. And not to say like the teams need to be feuding all the time. It's still like have that team, have that teamwork. What, what, it com- what comes with teamwork comes with turf. You know, when you play football, first you, you establish teamwork with, within each other. Then mm-hmm. you're like, we need to get some yards on this field in order to get the touchdown. So there goes your turf. And from there, you need economics, you need economy. What else? You need politics. Like, you grow those things. as And, and then just those terms we use, race, will make it that. Mm-hmm. It makes it a race. It makes it in that sense. Um, and I don't know. It's like... As we evolve as people, I think we'll start evolving past that in a way where we acknowledge that and then still have love. Still, like, you know, it's no competition if you build this industry over my industry. It doesn't matter. We need both industries. You know, that's where I want to go with it, you know, but that's the first step, having humanity look at that and be like, oh, that is, that's what we said over, like, 600 years, so we got to... We got to be conscious of what we're saying and what's happening, so... But we also got to think, like, we're in America... This is not even it's, a it's fraction real. of the problem. Yeah, and we got a problem. Yeah. So that's fucked up. <laughs> There's a big problem in Asia. There's a big problem in Asia in in, in the whole, like including India. Yes, I mean, that's big, way bigger than America, and that's a huge problem there. So, I mean, that's something that as, as a world we're going to have to come together on. Yeah. But that's, what, that's great you said that because I always bring it to this metaphor. When you're on a plane, plane's going down and lose the air pressure. You got to put your mask on first before you help anybody else. So as we in America, if we check those issues that we have, the minor, it's, it was major now, but... Check the balance. Yeah, if you check those things, it'll translate off into Asia, into Africa, into et cetera. Like, it will become something that America's given. And But how do you do that in a country that's built off of pitting someone on a lower level in order for someone on a middle level to put that higher level into power? That's literally built off that three-step system. But just to pivot off that, what would you say that you're, what would you label your profession as and as an individual that what you do <coughs> in your realm of fashion or whatever medium uh, you I'm just uh, director of operation <coughs> For, in regards to our brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm definitely a designer. Now, what about mm-hmm. you, Elliot? <coughs> um, if I just think about what I do, I would just say like, designer but in, in the sense of like almost like design thinking let me see no, yeah. no, go ahead um design thinking you know just uh, think of uh, 
just obviously I think when you say that you think of like you know fashion or graphic or something like that but just like the the you know just just that that thought process um and so I like to like apply that to to everything that I do but if you're talking about like you know on a day-to-day um you know just like trying to understand like the art of like Art of Gathering, which is a book I need to read. Actually, yeah. I just found out about that. That's a yeah. book. Yeah, <laughs> man. I just, I, but that's that's what I like with be social. That's essentially what um, I'm, I'm practicing. That's and I was great to ask hear. That be too, like, what is be social? Be social is a community engagement space um, designed for people like us. So, you know, like designers, photographers, artists, uh, developers, anybody. Um, really, you don't have to be in those things. But it's just like you know for um, just stemming from that streetwear bubble and creating a space and a safe haven for us to, to you know, be together to work, you know, get on your laptop, get some stuff done. If you want to edit photos, you know, edit your latest video and then like meet other people within this space. Um, this is a this is a place for that. It's like a um, just a breeding ground for like a lot of cross pollination, like of ideas. Mm-hmm. Um and so, uh, you know, you have like your your other spaces that you could go to, but this is like definitely a little bit more direct um, and specific to 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 our core. And why did you create it? Um, I think it was you know it's it's something that's you know like non transactional in the sense of like you know yes we have like our core uh, business models the retail space you know you have social status man year APB but um. You know, it, it's it's bigger than that. Like, you know, you get into like more of the lifestyle aspect of like, you know, hey, let's just sit down and just like, you know, have a coffee, have a drink, and let's discuss these things together. You know, let's 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 build um, because especially like in these markets, you know, um, I think this is the first step into us like, you know, being more um, on par with these these uh, these super like international cities like the Paris and the New York and the L.A. and like Tokyo because you have places like that to go to. Like during the day, like you have, you know, that that community aspect. So it's like if you know, if you think about um, like older civilizations, you know, like Mesopotamia or something like that, you know, the reason why people gather around that area is because, you know, you had the water there. And so, like, what is our water for what we do? Mm-hmm. You know, like, where is that space where you can go to? Because once you once you get to a place, you know, once you get to the store and you're done, you're like, oh, okay, cool. Because everything in like in Atlanta is like on this side of town, that right, side right. of town, that side of town. Side but it's like, oh, okay, like what if you had that strip to kind of like keep you in an area? Mm-hmm. So then, you know, the dollars start circulating in that space. And then, you know, you end up going, you know, staying here long enough. You know, you go to this uh, the store next door and you get some gear. Then, you know, you may watch a film and then you may have like a pop-up shop that you might have seen from a local artist that you didn't even know about until mm-hmm. the space existed. So it's just like, you know, kind of building on that community and, and actually giving it a place for us to go outside of just going out you know mm-hmm. so that's why I like this right now is like really dope because you you i usually see you outside like past 10 o'clock mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but where do we go during the day right what do yeah. we do yeah so, do you think Atlanta needs more of that as in you know let's fast forward let's rewind back to 2010 at a time when we all was outside actively constantly with rory with uh key with uh you know lucid with funny with wisdom with um wish like we all were everywhere a through c um do you think you know we losing that kind of or is that getting stronger um or how what does be social play in, in that you know i think it's definitely necessary because um i think that a lot of uh i think there's there's a lot of opportunity for that and there has been a lot of people like here from the city that have uh, capitalize on that so it's 
it's starting to send a signal to outside companies or like you know foreign companies to come here and then set up shop mm-hmm. that's why you see you know like uh, uh, Prada yeah like like all these all these companies yeah all these guys like coming here like even like you know um, like spot like Spotify Nike exactly right. Red Bull like all all these companies Pandora you know but it's you know we, we talk about this all the time like bro why why if if Atlanta is like the the capital for music right we can all agree with that right yeah, agree how yeah. come <laughs> yeah they're like where 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 are where's the infrastructure to capture that like how come there's no uh, Atlanta version of complex or hype beast in Atlanta even though the music is coming out of Atlanta mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying blame it on like, Mark you know what I'm saying cause they have the what you say mm-hmm. blame it on Mark Echo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he did. He was doing what he was supposed to do. It's like it's really our fault if we mm-hmm. really talking is about it. it like, is complex. Uh, I know they're in New York. Are they in LA? <coughs> I think they have. I, they might have they offices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they in they Chicago or no? Is that just complex con? Not in Chicago. I don't think in Chicago. Uh, so that was their first year in Chicago. Was this year? Yeah. 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 But yeah. it's like you, there's no reason why like. Um, uh, if 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 <coughs> Key gets a hit, you know what I'm saying, that he has to go to New York to promote his album, right? On the same yeah, scale, yeah, like, you know that. So it's just like, but that's that's the issue. Like, why do you feel like you have to take a whole trip if it's like all happening here? Yeah, everybody like that, and the outside world perceives Atlanta as such. Yeah. So it's like, but we don't have that infrastructure. The media, you were, we're not we're not owning the narrative of what's going on here. Mm-hmm. And, and you, that, and you would. You would think that's our job, right? To of course, like that's 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 why that's why be so here. That's that is a response to that. You know what I'm saying? Right. But um, and and it, it's I think I think it is getting better. Like yeah, we're getting more festivals and stuff like that. But it's mm-hmm. like you know, do we own the festivals? Exactly, because yeah. you know, Red Bull did the festival, but I didn't. I personally didn't see a lot of authenticity in terms mind of like the gap, skateboarding one. Say what? The skateboarding one from a few weeks ago. Mind the gap. It's a music one. It was a music, music one. festival. Yeah, with it was a music the Kenny Beat and um, the rock band. I don't even. I don't even know the fact that it was gone for two weeks and I can't really remember wow. what happened. Like two weeks. It was a two weeks one. Exactly. You you here and you do you I don't know that? It's the right. one that has <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that. Like, bro, the evidence yeah. right there. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. the point. That yeah, I'm sorry. I'm getting to the. That is the point, bro. That is the fucking point. So, that's to answer your question. I think that. There's more stuff happening, but we're seeing the gold rush, the manifest destiny of like, oh shit, we got to get to Atlanta, and, mm-hmm. and we got to be blessed. If we don't turn up, event, we don't turn up and like yeah. put like do this, do more of this, but like really get serious about it, yeah. then we gonna get wiped out. Yeah. Plain and simple, because people come and here it's ha- it's gonna happen. Money. It's happening. Like people come here with money, infrastructure, and yeah. they can just put something on and bring people and say this is Atlanta. And yeah, Atlanta's like, adding what two hundred thousand people a year, <laughs> right? Yeah, not outside the perimeter, including yeah. right. And, and it, that can happen so quickly before you even blink. So yeah. it's like it is important to do this to yeah. to have these conversations or to do more <clears throat> and build upon that. And that's I'm, I feel the same way. That's why I'm like you know what. Why aren't we doing that? Or uh, you know, ask you that question: Is are we doing that? And how is it getting better? And thinking of be social is like, oh, that's that's a step. There yeah, man, and that's that's why like you know <coughs> stuff like this is like I'm trying to get as much of this done as humanly possible. So you don't mind if I like yo anybody that's if you got your shit together and you trying to like you know build like I'm here, I'm here, and I'm and I want to I also want a record too. Like I'm not from here. You know, obviously I said that, but like I, I want to help. Yeah, I want to help. And you you you, already, you made your imprint uh, for a long time. Like 
Um, <clears throat> thinking back to how we met through social status mm-hmm. and like giving me that platform to put on that fashion show and how amazing that was and how much of a moment that was. You had a fashion culture. show at social status? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't see that. It was like two years yeah. ago. It, this one was great. Like it was a dance party in yeah, there. Yeah, this shit was, was crazy. It was packed in-store out. In-store fashion show. It was, it was fun and like it felt great. Like just being there it was like, oh, this is, you can dance, you can buy some clothes. It's a, it's a good yeah. vibe. Was so, it like, a different setup than your most recent fashion show? Mm-hmm. Definitely uh, earlier step. I think something that it, is maybe holding uh, the city back in in a sense of why the events aren't going as we'd wish them to go. It's, it's, it, it takes time, but also I think maybe people who are getting hired that should wouldn't be the best people to hire mm-hmm. to put the event together and to let people know what's going <laughs> on in Atlanta. So, you're so it's point. just like somebody like us going. Um, it's, um, I don't think any of us have we any of us been to Germany. Mm, no, know. that's like us going to to Berlin and then just finding someone we know to put together an event for us. I think that might be kind of what's going on. Again, yeah, that's that's right exactly what's going on. Like you got people from <laughs> New York or wherever, you know, like uh, making decisions. I remember, you know, um, like during Super Bowl time, like you know when we was doing stuff here, and then like we. Uh, we uh we pushed for you know key to be like one of the performers and i remember like some of the people from nike didn't even know they was like kind of nervous they were like yo like you know is it is, is it gonna is it gonna they be want a bigger rapper they just didn't know who they just didn't know no, they didn't i didn't yeah. understand like what he meant to atlanta like and how like hyper local that was and now and i was looking at them like what like bro yeah. this is about to be yeah. silly this is about to be crazy in here. Yeah. and they're like oh really okay cool they're, they they're from new york so they didn't know like i didn't yeah. blame them for it but it's like but that's what happens like um, when you want to come here, you know, like any big brand, you know, or, or anything like that, it's just like it's in your best interest. So it doesn't hurt your reputation with yeah. with the city to, you know, <laughs> tag people from from the city mm-hmm. so they can give you like the most authentic, you check, know, and check in. Have ex- a, a exactly. check in factor, like come meet those people, meet the freak old yeah, people, meet the have that as a business incentive. When they ask y'all what is lucid in its entirety. Ah, easy to understand. There's yeah. a definition of lucid, so I just keep it at that. Yeah, so when we first started, um, you know, we wanted to design clothes that we wanted and shoes that we wanted. We started with like footwear. Um, they didn't exist yet. Um, big inspiration to that was Michael Jordan and Ralph Lauren. Um, so when we first started, like in middle school, you know, th- that's what we had. We had Ralph Lauren Polo, we had Ed Jordan. And just the mix of those two styles didn't exist doesn't really exist um and we wanted to make our own stuff and we've always had a very uh, like good artistic eye always had a chat has always had a good uh sense of like what's next what's new forecasting like you said earlier in the beginning mm. uh so yeah so lucid it was just it's clear and easy to understand that designs are ours they belong to us like nobody else would make it um so yeah it's a, uh our designs are pretty timeless so it's you know ready to wear line based in atlanta and london Creating timeless pieces um, that are very clear to understand that they're lucid. So it's, it's like a hit in the face, you know, like a lucid dream. When you get out, you follow a lucid dream, it's kind of like you get slapped in your third eye, but you don't know what the fuck just happened. Mm-hmm. But it all just happened. Like you can recall the dream, and that's kind of how lucid is. It's kind of like so you had far mo- less rappers, you had far less sneaker de- uh, collectors, you had far less fashion designers. So it was a little bit different. There was no Instagram. Totally different. Yeah, like the social web back then in 2010 was probably like Tumblr. Yeah, Tumblr was was <sighs> beginning to pop. The smartphones were around, but I th- think yeah. I wasn't. I didn't have a smartphone because I was kind of young. 
Did you appreciate that more at like when I started or now? Do you appreciate? So no, I appreciate having my yeah, pocket. <laughs> customers on the story. Like, uh, just post a story. Yeah, man, customers. you can post a story and, and make $100. I mean, you could do that before. But it definitely <laughs> causes you to work more. Like yeah, more a, lot more work, a lot more work. Because you right. always have to be on the edge. Even if even if you you don't want your brand's presence and ambiance to be our identity, to be on the cutting edge of fashion, design, and, and media... If you're not, then your brand doesn't succeed nowadays. I mean, that's just the thing about businesses in general, not even just fashion brands. Is if you're not up to date, then you fall behind, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, that's one downside. <laughs> like you're saying, do we like it? One downside definitely is how up to par you have to be on digital social marketing yeah, and, and social, mar- it's uh, social crazy media. Because it's so y'all say it's better and using having in your pocket than. And I, I financially, it's, it's definitely better. Finan- yeah, I say in my opinion, it's better the opposite. Like having yeah. to I put mean, on I shows. Could, I'd rather. I mean, it goes both ways. Yeah, it goes yeah. both ways. Yeah, yeah, it can. And yeah. that's I find more fun into I'm put on the fashion show or uh, I want to collab here and put on this type of event. Or I'm just go do my groundwork today and meet so and so and so and tag team with this fit model and this designer. I find that stuff more. It's fun. It's like it, it feels like you're living. Like, it's like, not only Absolutely. are you pushing this amazing brand, you're also learning through it and living and meeting people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now, you know, you can hop on there, post, and make a full drop. Like, I just posted us sitting here. People are, are waiting for this. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think that's a, yeah. a better direction for a design to go in or a kind of a back step? If you're a big brand, you're going to have to spend a lot of money someone doing it for you, or you're going to have to do it, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Because you look at larger brands, like some random fashion house. Really? Like they post it eight, eight times a day. <coughs> yeah. You'll find some random fashion house like Italy or France, you know. They haven't posted in six months. But they're a huge brand. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't look good. Are you talking about more like not household name brands that we have in America? Because so. those brands aren't really in America unless they have a flagship. Like Like Laura Panalo? Yeah. <coughs> I mean, I don't know. She, I think she has a store in Miami. But, I mean, that's... I don't know. He's talking about, like, there's a couple of brands that don't follow this, and what we're talking about. It doesn't mm-hmm. look good on, on to them. In my opinion, if yeah. you Google the name and it's looking weak, it's just not a good look for the mm-hmm. brand. Even if the website looks clean. Mm-hmm. If you go to their Facebook, Instagram, and it's looking a little weak, you're going to be like... Your digital footprint from? has to be yeah. top-notch. Mm-hmm. So the like online presence won't be as strong, you think? If if their social medias are down, like if they're not having posting as yeah. much, or mm-hmm. which so you know, if you're <coughs> 60, 50, 80 years old, you're not gonna see a difference though. But yeah, we will. Our younger cousin will. Does that take away from the appreciation of having to go experience something for for yourself? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, it's it has. Yeah. You know. So for young designers, right, starting, you think that's gonna be harder for them to be like, let me go build that real physical platform. Or is it saying is it kind of lazy to say no? Actually, I just build an online presence and I'll I'll satisfy myself with those online sales. There, there's no right or w- wrong way. It's just mm-hmm. it's all about how you market and and build your brand. Like Supreme, we all know Supreme New York. They post once a week. They right. post on like Wednesday or Thursday when they have the drop, and that's all. And they are worth are they valued at one billion dollars? Yeah. We don't know the real value, but <laughs> we know they're valued at a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. But I mean, that didn't come quick for them. But once it happened, it, it happened very quick. Because mm-hmm. they were founded, what, like, 94, 98? I think it was 94. 96, yeah. Because yeah. after, 
Because um, after looking up that brand, that's, that was the thing I resonated with. I was, like, I was born. It took like 20 years, <laughs> you know, yeah. to get to a point where they were worth this much and then they get a Louis Vuitton collaboration and they're billionaire yeah. for a minute. I know uh, Elliot was saying some, you know, before we got on air about the power of saying no. Uh, mm-hmm. The importance of saying no and wanting to say no more. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. I agree. I was talking in your chat, <coughs> not necessarily about just saying no, but like, you know, just stepping your foot down when you need to step your foot down, not to be afraid. Even if you're trying to be nice, you know, you can be nice and express your kindness other ways. But, you know, it's it's very important, especially as being 2020, the Me Too movement going on. Girls have the way of saying no, but I don't think us guys really have, have developed that since yet. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that. We could all work on as well. Um, I don't know what, what you're trying to say about it. Yeah, like, um, it was it was mostly coming from just uh, day-to-day, like, conversations, you know, or just, like, uh, just just for me, like, I'll, I'll get asked to do, you know, stuff all the time, and it's just like, and then I'll overbook myself, oh, yeah. you know, and then I'll just end up looking like, man, I'll get frustrated, but it's really right. my fault. Mm-hmm. It's really my fault. Energy, yeah. But I'll get, like, mad at the bro, like, man, that... Why you even? <laughs> it's like I could have told him no, or I could have just like you know delayed it or whatever yeah. the case may be. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, um, it's you know, like it, it, it's it's really coming from like okay, how do I how do I like grow from 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 this point? You know, like okay, well I probably need to you know reduce and focus and like okay, how do I do that? It's like okay, I need to start saying no to certain things. Like yeah. if it doesn't fall underneath these certain categories, you know what I mean? So it's like and the um, holiday seasons right now too. I mean, I know we can all. Even though we like, we want to make everyone happy, we could all say no. a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Like, and and I think so. Saying no, it feels like you almost not. You almost, in a sense, burn the bridge, right? And it feels like it can. That's feel that, like that's 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 what you you're thinking. Like you fear, you're like like, you're like, like oh man, I don't want to like a friend. If I tell them no, they're gonna think I'm thinking this way. Exactly. It's like I I I. It's hard. That's a hard thing. But I constantly have to remind myself. I have faith. Like. They understand me. They understand what we're doing, you know, individually. I know is is understandable. I call it to be honest. Yeah. And I think it's hard to be honest. And like, if you were to lie to your parents, you get in trouble. Just general for every family. It happened a lot for me. I can I can lie or get in trouble and I get disciplined for it. But there was no reward for telling the truth. So growing up, honesty. It's it not rewarded. It's not. So you don't pay much attention to it. Not even a goddamn tootsie roll. Yeah, so you don't really say there's value in it. But when you get whooped, you know not to lie. But then you also learn, like, well, they kept, you know, lying worked. It got me some type of reaction. So then you grow up and you start doing that more often. Or you hold your tongue back in situations where you don't need to. Yeah. It's okay to be honest and tell people how you feel, what you feel, what you charge, what you do, exactly, whatever it is. But that's what, you know, I learned from that. You know, if you have the willpower to say no, you got to be pretty mature or have a firm belief or a firm, you know, right that you stand behind. Do you guys feel like y'all had that balance right now? Like, what you running a company and... I think know, I have it so with many some things, things but not up. other things. Yeah, some things not... Yeah. not with business, I don't think I have it. But mm. with, with social, I think I have it. Because, mm. like, I'll be friends and it's my friend like wants to collab. Though, right? I can't say no sometimes if you're like... Yeah, I think a lot of things like that go back to how you're uh, raised. In, like in your house, with y'all super close always? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what we share room. Did, yeah. did that help y'all with communication? Like being honest with each other and oh, yeah, trickling yeah. off to how you treat your friends? Because now, since y'all have a strong unit as bros... It's like mm-hmm. now when y'all in a space, it's like... But our older brother, I think it might yeah. get us to be t- a little too lenient with, with people because we're always, you know, we'll, we'll fight and 15 minutes later, we're going to get coffee together. Uh-huh. 
So hopefully that doesn't translate with friends. Let's say it's us, right? Yeah. Um, and let's say it's 2010. And 2010? Yeah, let's say we're young. We just started up, right? And we're doing so amazing. All our friends are like, yo, your brand's amazing. We're getting the same feedback we got when we started. Red Bull comes along, or any company. You know, I don't want to say, just point the finger at Red Bull. But a company comes aboard that is well-known with the community and with the world. And they say, we're going to sponsor you. We're going to pitch you here. And does that moment make you feel like you made it? A lot of people like to think that, but you made it Fuck no. for that month. Yeah, you made it mm-hmm. for that moment. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. And I think, and that's what I'd be feeling with, you like, kids that start, that's rapping, you know, they start. How many up. kids have told all four of us you've made it multiple times? Right. <laughs> right. Every month, year after year. Yeah. But you're like, shit, is that going to pay for my daughter's food? Is that going to pay for my car? Exactly. Right. Yeah. My dad is cool. My dad is not born yet. In my way. Right. <laughs> 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 exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Do we get do do we get lost in that? Like, oh, I made it. And People do. Blind yeah. you to I the back I where you don't ask for conversation yeah. and uh, monetize whatever you're doing from Red Bull. Well, if you want me to do this, pull out my crowd. I need blah blah blah. You get so lost in. Oh, they gonna put me on this big stage, and it definitely happens gonna, in the music industry. Yeah, and that, and that's something that is sure. also like needs to be said, like like people that listen to do that, find value in what you're doing because you have value already. That's why you're. That's why Red Bull hit you up. They know about your value. They know what they're gonna get from utilizing your value. Mm-hmm. So be able to say say that, and I think that's honesty. I don't think it's in business. The beautiful thing about business, in my perspective, is it's no emotion in a way that if it's numbers and if it's numbers you can deal with the numbers as in if you were you know a company that reached out to me and you, you know we sat down I'm like um, I know I'm here you know I have a company I'm successful in my community people look up to me so you want that you want people to know you're in conversation with that so that cost so and so and then be able to say and I'm able to say okay you know this is value now I can offer something and now we can build I think we get too afraid and too quick to grab that first deal and think that is worth it. Like, they'll give you 40 shirts. So, and you're like, oh, that's good. I'll take that. This is bigger than what I've ever done so far. But it's not. It's like this is just another moment and another step. Whatever you built up today is bigger than what they're probably doing for you right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or anybody in that position, when you do enough times, you just realize, like, this is not going to be the first or the last time that, you know, as long as I'm on my, my P's and Q's and I'm building up, and I'm doing this, and you know I, I I occupy this space. Then you know it's gonna be more. It's gonna be more companies keep coming. It's like man, I keep like shelling out. Like you know you put your you put your skin in the game. And then I think that like you know just with how you're talking about how many people have come up to y'all. Like you know I think that like the consumer they don't understand like the business side. You know enough to know that like oh just because you're you're next. Yes, it builds. It's almost like building up the value of the brand. Like you know the equity of it. It's like oh, okay like. Yes, my 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 logo is next to this logo, but mm-hmm. that doesn't translate into unless you ask for it, you know, in the deal or the contract. Like it doesn't mean that oh, I just got like an extra, you know, hundred thousand dollars like in my pocket just by yeah. doing this. It's just nah, you know, I just you know, it's I just got sponsorship. Yes, yeah, exactly, exactly exposure. exposure. You know, and which you can, you, but you have to figure out a way to like cash in on that. And, and I think exactly. that that's what people don't. Or most the average person, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, it's sometimes you can just take that exposure, but oh, this is gonna do this and this for me. I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna take that exposure. Whereas other times you're like, okay, the exposure might do this, but if I get this, it'll it'll capitalize on this whole opportunity. Right. So let me do this instead. 
it's like knowing what you need, when you need it, what, what direction are you going with your company. Yeah. It's like those are things that we need to know more. I find it better, it's more efficient when you do it and when you intern, in my opinion. Because when you intern, you get that firsthand relationship and experience from watching whoever you're... The interns are a great thing, mm-hmm. like uh, taking an internship, mm-hmm. especially if it's paid. <laughs> right, you just get best of both worlds. A lot of countries, some cities, they require payment for interns now. Do you feel like schooling prepares you for that as in the business they um, build a connection the university um, if the university has connection I think about this from time to time like I talk to my friends about like you know what's next uh, I think that you know I will probably I will, I will more than likely embrace it you know um, and where would I go from here man um, I don't know like I, I, I don't know yet I don't know exactly where where yet, um, but mm-hmm. I think that I would. I think I would be open. You know, I think that actually, one of the things that I do think about a lot is that you know, um, I will. I, I, I've been thinking about like how how come all of like the film studios, and I know I know the reason why, but I want to help like solve the problem. Like so, it's like oh man, all all the movies and like you know the sneaker companies, like they get all the best design and stuff like that. But what if you apply that to like more? you know like utilitarian companies like you know like plumbing and like transportation and like you know education like what if what if a school got like the same level of like thought and intention of branding as off-white mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i'm saying like school would be uh, designers for yeah exactly like, it's like yo because i would that's that's I what like i that's that. what i would love to do like yeah. it's like oh man like i'll be like an art director for like some like middle school or something like that and we got to redo like their their mascot you know redo like the, the outfit how they look the, the football field like how how did the class like well what's the from from the moment you walk into the school what's the experience like what then, do you what do you morning. do like what is the cafe how do you redesign a cafeteria mm-hmm. you know step what I'm saying one to step two that's that's probably what I would do I would apply like this same like thought process of like be social like man you're like streetwear and stuff like that but I would apply it to like because I um I me and my friends talk about this like you know are these things that we thought were uncool actually like not cool or is it because it just didn't get that same like you know attention like you know like like read it like playgrounds and shit like that or like science class. like i used to hate science class or whatever it's yeah. like oh did i hate it because like it was actually boring or was because like the teacher didn't really like you know connect Deliver. with me exactly yeah. so yeah that's probably what i would do i would go to everything like do like redo like how do you redesign a menu at your favorite restaurant yeah do we get so lost into that one goal our whole life that we find ourselves forgetting what we truly have, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that you can truly do more. Like, yeah, you saying that made me think. You know, Ellie is probably, you know, his life is directed to do art direction and mm-hmm. and revolutionizing different mediums in life, mm-hmm. school, uh, the train station. Like, that's those are things I'm like, yeah, that would be so fire. It's probably gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? When we reach a higher age, but right. to know that it's cool. Like, yeah, to know, you know, because me, I was thinking about, it, I always think about it for myself. I'm like. First thing I would do is write a cartoon, get That's in fire. some some way get my cartoon seen, get find an animator, full on team, no sleep. And that's so possible. Like you mean yeah, like the would, yeah. Cartoon Network's down the street, you know what I mean? Like it's make it it'll be so incredible to make my own cartoon network fully. Oh, I was able to illustrate hard. a book, it was cartoon. Say it again? I was able to illustrate a book, it was cartoons. Yeah, it's like yeah, that's it's fun. That's me. Like if I was doing anything else, animation, you know, because I'm watching I watch, you know, Mob Psycho 100. Or I watch Justice League cartoons, and I like the animation and story building. 
But that's I know that's my thing. That's what wisdom is. I, I try to bridge this animation vibe to the to the branding, like make it feel like nostalgic in that way. Like you know, remember watching um, uh, what's the Angry Beavers, or remember watching uh, Rocket Power. Like those moments, Static Shock, all that was like timeless, and it's like it gives you a feeling. What would you call success? You know, with lucid with yourself. It's success. What is success, or what is, in my mind, what is what is being successful? Probably, you know, being content to a point. Because you might you might just be successful for a day. You know, you know, or you might be successful for the rest of your life. You might already be successful for the rest of your life. But in my opinion, it'd be being content with your love life, or your relationship, um, your job, if you have a job, your social life. You know. If everything's intact, it seems like you got a good thing going on. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you're pleased with what's going on, you're success. It's subjective to who you are. Yeah, I, I think about that a lot. Like I'm, I always like, and when I'm finished with a show, I'm like, okay, what was my goal with the show? Do I, am I looking at this show as a step into my legacy? Is this just the building blocks of where I'm trying to go? And if that, if so, what does that look like? And you really got to really visualize that thing because it's like. You can get lost and just building, 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 building. You're 40 years old. You're still building. Like, what are you building so you can find these ceilings to hit? Sometimes we find out, like, yo, what you're doing might not be what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And Most like, people in America, I'd assume, mm-hmm, are right. in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and that then because most people, you know, they just settle for <coughs> looking whatever they can find. Yeah. You know, just so they can wake up the next day and have somewhere to go and pay. You know, and come pay back rent, home and have somewhere to go. Yeah. So like, then, then that makes me pull back to social media, and like the image you sell on there might not be what you want out of life. You know what I'm saying? And people really find yeah. comfort in in thinking this is my thing now. Like this is what I gotta continue to do, and don't really think, well, what is this? Am I happy even doing this? Is this monetary? Is it not? And just kind of just go with that. Mm-hmm. And then you you can find yourself being lazy or thinking that's that that's work when it's like really you haven't even left the couch yet yeah so it, that can trip some people out in, in our generation and who don't have the knowledge we have as in that's just one part of what you have to do in a whole this is great man i want to thank uh bets yeah chet yep. elliot um for sitting down and having you know this conversation on the free wisdom podcast this is episode three thank y'all for listening until next time what you doing? Oh, you 